The Chattanooga Drive-In Show is presented by Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard, the highest quality tires for all makes and models of vehicles, and the best service in town. Chattanooga Drive-In Show, in your ear holes, where we belong. God intended us to be there. And don't argue with the big guy. Make sure you listen every Monday through Friday. It is ready for you to listen to every weekday, except for the ones we take off like last week, at 5 a.m. Entertaining information, informative entertainment, that's what we do. Try to give you more news in a more entertaining manner than any other news outlet in town. And that's not hard. We don't have to work real hard to do that, to be honest with you. Um, Very glad to have you listening today. Um, Second day back after a week and a day off. Yesterday I felt uh, I was certainly rusty. You guys didn't think it was much of a train wreck as I did. I didn't. And um, Rebecca listened to it this morning and said it was fine. Except for you stepping on the mid-roll. Oh, whatever. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Just joking. Just joshing. You're Um, not. We've got got a lot lot of stuff to talk about. A long way to go. Thank you to Quality Tire Pros for being our presenting sponsor. I even started there. I started stammering and losing where I was going with my train of thought on my presenting sponsor yesterday. Quality Tire Pros. They will do, you know, if you need tires, you go there. It's in the name. Need oil change? You go there. That's what they do. Only quality tires. Any kind of service that needs to be done on your vehicle, including, yes, I was just joking about changing the air in your tires. But, you know, if that's what you want, you know, just tell them, and I'm sure they'll do it for you. Um, Air conditioning? I'm going to find out about air conditioning. I know they work on them. How hard is it just to get coolant? I don't know. I don't guess it's. I guess it's Freon, but I mean. Oh, it's not hard at all. You might need a new compressor. Yeah, well, if you need it, a new it, compressor, and that would be a bummer. Wait, wait, yeah. I was going to say that's not going to happen. I mean, I, I'll I'll melt the summer before I can afford a, a a whole new air conditioning unit. But I mean, how how it used to be Freon was not, not that much. You go in it at seventy five, eighty bucks. You know, you get your coolant back. Yeah, and my, mine works intermittently. It'll, it'll come on sometimes uh, to blow cold air, and I'll be fine. Then I'll be going down the road, and all of a sudden it becomes hot air. That could just be a belt problem, man. Well. Just go to Quality Tire and ask them. You, yeah. you, you'll ask every one of your friends, yeah. that yeah. could be uh, yeah. that thing over there <laughs> under the something or other. Hit you with Google. Every person's got a, a suggestion was wrong with your damn if car. It was, if it was my dad, he'd be like, why don't you pop the trunk and I'll take a look under there? And he'd have it fixed within the hour. Before we jump into the upfront wrap-up, this is the, the introduction, where we do banter and we do it well and we have fun with it and we actually can say some pithy things every once in a while that'll put a smile on your face uh-huh. or actually make you scratch your head and say, hmm, as opposed to the TV folks who can't do banter to save their lives. They just need to stop. Uh, Brian, we talked about you going down to see the Braves. Did you get the Georgia championship ring? Were you there the night they were giving away all the the, the, the imitation Georgia championship Not, rings? I, I don't know if they, they – I know they had a Bulldogs night, if that's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the Braves World Series ring. Okay. Not the Georgia – I would have thrown that in the garbage. Yeah, or okay. given it to I was, you. I was going to say that. I was going to say that. I was actually mentioning the, the Georgia the Georgia Bulldog. No, they. I, I, that was the next night. They had a whole week of, of – giveaways there's a different giveaway every night i went on the braves replica ring there night. you go all right well that's that's they had the georgia bulldog ring night too and 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 kirby smart's ring made an appearance on the internet about two days ago and my my the my the, the son that's staying with us right now cody that's hanging out with us he's a huge bulldog fan and he, he looked at that thing 
five times. It's like a minute-long video of this ring just undulating in the light and <laughs> sending off beams of, of, of brilliance and, you know, symphonic, like, you know, up thus Spock Zarathustra, you know, playing in the background. Dun-dun! And uh, I wondered if you got one of those. I they're, was going to say, if you weren't going to wear it, I'd take it. They're absurdly... Uh, Big. Is flamboyant the right word? Yes. I don't know. They're, yes. they're, they're yes. massive. He likes uh, to wear his diamond ring upon everybody's nose. Yeah. You know? uh, there you go. Um, I want to just make a couple of quick observations. First of all, Coachella. It's Coachella. 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 Whatever. It's Coachella. It, well, whatever it is, it sucked. Coachella. It, it went off it, without a hitch, and you owe Mike Lazowski money, apparently. Why? Huh? I don't know. You made some bet with him that I'm unaware of, but no, he keeps I, asking me if you've got his money. No, <laughs> I said I said they weren't. I said that I said they weren't going to have the festival that year because of COVID, and he said they would, and they didn't, and he still hadn't paid me. <laughs> Y'all all agreed that, that I won that take, bet. Now, you I can know, take that I know. Up he's, with him. he's just a welcher. Actually, he's a big welcher. I do he owes me two hundred dollars. Yeah, I do they did. That. They didn't have the festival, did they? No, they did not. And it was because of COVID, wasn't right. it? Yes, it Thank was. Thank you very much. It was also because they found out that the guy at Coachella, and this was when Donald Trump was way down, approval rating was way down, turned out to be a huge secret contributor to Donald Trump. Who Travis said Scott? That, that would that would actually be part of it too. No, did you see the pictures? It looks like a wasteland. Yeah, I mean, I mean, comparison pictures between years before right. and now. Sure. I, I think the 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 festival uh, market and the season is 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 looks like it's going to suffer. Spring break certainly came back. Yeah, but I couldn't help. I, I bring that up because Billie Eilish had a moment right on stage where yeah. she walked off and and said, "I'm sorry, I'm not Beyonce. I shouldn't be headlining this festival. Her music is too dynamic and soft. I think for it a is, big festival I agree. like that, for yeah. a headliner. And but I mean, it turned out to be the headliner was the weekend." with the Swedish house mafia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not exactly huge, but they showed, you know, a couple of years ago before COVID and the pictures and it, you could shoot a, you know, and I'm surprised nobody did shoot a shotgun well, through the crowd and not hit anybody. Be, it was supposed to be the Foo Fighters. Yeah. So. Oh, that's right. And they canceled. Yeah, yeah. Well, for obvious obviously. reasons. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm not blaming them. I'm just saying I forgot they canceled. Well, Speaking I'll, of festivals, I'm incredibly disappointed with Nightfall Moon River. And Moon River. Nightfall. Oh my gosh. And, and did you see the, the, the Nightfall lineup? No, but I, I, I have it in I, my... Well, I can, I've I can, never graded Nightfall on whether the lineup was good or not. Yeah, but, 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 brother, yeah. you've never heard of one of these bands. I'm not saying that they're not good bands. I'm just saying they the the recognition, the name recognition is zero, and multiple nights are going to be local. And, I, and yay for our local acts. Yay for yes, our local acts. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, all yeah. proud for them, yeah, but yeah. I'm saying we, we went from having you know uh, at least a half a dozen nationally known bands that people would get super excited about and there's just they're just not there if you can find anybody on there on the list please let me know but you Which are is no reason not to go right and i love leon bridges yeah but again sure. kind of like billy eilish his style of music isn't a punch through at an outdoor festival kind well, of music I've seen them already too and band of just, horses eh. who i like band of horses i love good. but that that's the two biggest names they've got 
Yeah. I'm just wondering. I mean, it seems to our be, band's just not wanting to, to play. It seems to be declining since the first one. The first one was awesome. Yeah, well, there's, I mean, last, last year was year, great. It was okay. Oh, Travis Scott was at a uh, Coachella after party. He wasn't at Coachella itself. I wondered if he would be there after the whole you know, incident. Well, I mean, I just the, the big bands that used to headline festivals like Muse or, you yeah. know, are, you know, I mean, even even the, the, the biggest ones, the you know, the Stones and U2 would occasionally come and roll in. They just, they're just not getting those guys anymore. They're getting yeah. Stevie maybe, Nicks. Mm, no, it, that would be worthwhile. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, one more thing before we jump in. I noticed, I went through, since we were off the, for the week, I went through all the old papers, the newspapers that I were able to, I was able to get. And the there was a front page article in the Times Free Press about the comeback of the mullet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you see yeah. that? Yeah. No, I didn't see the article, but I've, I did. I've seen the results. And again, again, and I and the thing is, I'm not sure that mullets ever went out of style in baseball. I think baseball players have sported mullets, hockey too, from day one because of the the fact that they have to you know wear hats, you know that they wear hats and it's just easier. To, you don't want hair in your eyes, but some of them want to sport some longish hair in the back. Good for them. That's fine. I never really thought mullets were all that uncool anyway. Billy Ray Cyrus's was a bit much. <laughs> Anybody had that, His you know. was extreme. Um, but again, I, I keep telling the young people this, just because a guy has long hair doesn't make it a mullet. No. no. And it has I hear to be people, super short in front. I, I, I see people sides, misidentifying yeah. all the time <laughs> just somebody with long hair saying he's got a mullet. No, no, no. He's just got hair. You, did Jesus have a mullet? I don't think so. I don't think so. It just, I just, something tells me they didn't have the shears back then. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, get going here. Uh, Russell usually starts off with some headlines, and I think we're going to do that again today. All right, well, morning, everybody. A video was released which shows an East Ridge officer tasing a man multiple times at the gas station near Food City, which is actually just over the line in Catoosa County. The video prompted a response from the NAACP, which condemned the actions shown in the video. Police Chief Stan Allen, however, says that it was not excessive force as he's reviewed the body cam footage and does plan to release it soon, he says. He told the press that the man in the car was being very uncooperative and led officers on a slow-speed chase across East Ridge uh, before he was finally stopped and a female officer tased him multiple times while he cried out for help. A former Silverdale employee who was stabbed nine times while behind bars mm. is suing the sheriff's office and Sheriff Hammond personally. Michael Brinkley says that he was serving time at Silverdale on a federal drug charge. He's since been transferred to Alabama. He says that a corrections officer locked his unit down, but his cell remained unlocked. While he yelled for help, a group of five men entered his cell and attacked him, stabbing him multiple times. He says that the guards did not do anything to prevent this attack, and in fact he could see them while he cried out for help. A landslide on I-75 at the Tennessee-Kentucky border shut down a lane headed northbound. Mark Nagy, the spokesman for TDOT, confirmed it last night. He says that the concrete section of the retaining wall failed. However, the metal section that's meant to catch large boulders did its job and held back the larger debris from falling onto the road. Now from the auxiliary studio, it's Dave Hooker. At some point, the fans have to take some responsibility. I'm Dave Hooker, Off the Hook Sports. It happened yet once again where fan behavior took the center stage of an NBA playoff game. This is uh, an occasion where a fan decided to say bleep Kyrie, and it had nothing to do with uh, good wishes on Easter. It was uh, the one you would imagine, the F-bomb at uh, Kyrie Irving. Now Kyrie Irving could get in trouble for giving him the double birds behind 
his head during the game. Now, Kyrie Irving, to give you a little bit of background, played for the Celtics. He was largely a bust, was supposed to win championships, didn't do so. Now he's with the Nets, and they're playing in the playoffs. But that really is not the point. We have seen uh, we have seen people spat on and Trey Young uh, at the Madison Square Garden. We have seen a box of popcorn dumped on Russell Westbrook. Let's hope it's not buttered because that's terrible for the pores. But the bottom line is the fans have to take some bit of responsibility. You know why? Because there is going to be glass partitions between the players and the fans. Wait, it's going to happen. It's already happened in hockey because of the speed of the puck. That was the reason. But if this stuff doesn't discontinue and quickly, then you're going to see that because it's a matter of time until you have some sort of melee in the stands. It's a matter of time till a player has had enough because he's the one getting suspended. And the player, although in this case, he's not a player at all, but the fan may get a suspension from a future game. Oh, no. It's got to get better. And as a public, we have to be more responsible. Dave Hooker off the hook sports. The upfront ramp up where we try to hit as many pertinent and credible and current headlines as possible in a short amount of time, usually about 20, 25 minutes or so. Brought to you by CADIS, Council for Alcohol and Drug Abuse Services, for 57 years offering a continuum of full care, medical detox, inpatient, residential treatment, outpatient, traditional IOP and MAT services. They will take you regardless of ability to pay. you got to work a little somehow. Go see the website for more details on that. But 10 care, third-party commercial insurance, state grant beds for those who qualify. And uh, before I even jump into anything new, I'm just going to talk about that for a second, what Dave was, was mentioning. Does everybody agree? I mean, if somebody throws popcorn at you, you got to deal with that as a professional athlete and you're out there on the court or the field or something like that. Somebody spits on you. That's that's an ass whipping, that's right? Not yeah, okay. that's assault. Yeah. That, that's 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 considered by by the by the law to be an assault. Yes, and you would have the right to strike back and yeah. self defense. Plus, it's just a plain good old. I mean, insult. it just depends on you want to interpret the law. I don't agree with that at all. You think a player should punch a fan because yeah, he gets no, spit on? Yeah, no, I don't agree yeah. with that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then yeah. he's going to get he's going to get fined a hundred thousand dollars. I think you should because it'd be entertaining. No, the player needs to take the high road. Well, I don't care what happens. He's going to get fined $100,000. Yeah. and that, To me, that's not an assault. That's just an asshole move. Yeah. Well, just, you could meet force with force and spit back. Well, you know, after it happens a couple of times, maybe all the players could go and pitch in, pay the fine, and, yeah. and people would finally get the clue that a basketball player can hit a lot harder than they can spit. Do you, do you remember when, they actually, when the girl got hit in the head with the hockey puck and killed? It was, uh, yeah, 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 in the NHL, yeah, yeah. like 20 years ago, I mean, 15 God, years you ago. Can't, you, you can't expose somebody to something like that. I mean, a pop fly is one thing, but it's coming down in an arc. It can hit you in the top well, of the head. Well, they put up a bunch of nets after that, and that's a whole different, yeah. the whole different conversation. But, I oh, mean, yeah. they, huh. the NBA puts their fans right on top of the court, yeah. literally courtside yeah, seats. courtside seats, on the court. Hey, hey you're on the court. court. What could go wrong, when NBA? See, <laughs> when you see Jack Nicholson and Spike Lee, they're sitting on the court. You know, every yeah, it's single like, time. It's like putting people sitting on the dugout and then yeah. wondering why there's problems with the players and the fa- and the fans. I yeah. mean, they're dr- and you and you serve lots of alcohol, high price alcohol that rich people down there are spending. Hey, what could go wrong? Mm. All right, uh, we'll start off with a little bit of local stuff. The the video that you mentioned uh, that was posted on YouTube April thirteenth 
showing the guy Anthony Wright in Eastridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did he do to begin with? Because he was at the, the the service station, right? No, no, he didn't start there. Okay, I thought it started there and then ended at another one. But it, at any rate, slow motion chase. Yeah, he he. Oh, it may have started another another gas station. I'm not sure about not that. Not really important. But yeah, they they blue lighted him and tried to pull him over. I'm not 100 percent sure why. I think it may have been registration. Uh, or taillight. It was something minor anyway. And again, kept, yeah. again, and registration he, or taillight. And he kept like on that. going down Highway 41, Ringgold Road, uh, about 25 miles per hour. Kept going, kept going, kept going, until he crossed the state line and pulled into the Food City, um, which is uh, you know right there across the border in Georgia. And as we've said, if, if you are in line of sight, you can pursue across any state or county line. Yeah, they just radio ahead and say, hey, we're chasing somebody, and they say, okay. I mean, where I live, I see constantly Hamilton County and Sequatchie County, Sequatchie County and Hamilton County yeah. all the time. Uh, the NAACP said, what is the standard for employing electroshock? Well, the- I, I think the standard is the, is the officer's judgment as to whether the guy was being, without a doubt, completely noncompliant. Right. Now, he like I said, better to be tased than, than shot. Yeah. Uh, but still... I, I have to wonder when the police chief says, well, he was resisting with violence, but that doesn't mean he had any weapons. Right. Wh- why is he hedging his bet on that? But they won't release the body cam footage until the case is adjudicated. Right, until after the what, court case. What good is it doing? I thought this whole thing was to protect the officers. Well, here's the thing. The video, the, the body cam video will be shown in court, so it's not like the court case, uh, the, the uh, how should I put it? It's not like it's never going to be seen by the court, and it's like we're hiding it until afterward. This is because of the public. Um, I don't know why, but that's just how they're doing it. This one, how stupid can we look? Have y'all have y'all heard this one or seen this one? Our, the our boy, thing? our boy Frank Nicely, up in Strawberry Plains. No, using Hitler as an example of somebody who was homeless and made it. Oh, what? that was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Tennessee has a new bill, a new law that is is is. I think I think it's actually already been passed, uh, but it hasn't been affected yet. Mm-hmm. But it makes it a felony, a felony charge to camp on public property these are homeless people or to sleep on benches and 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 if 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 they camp on public property felony a misdemeanor if they actually camp under an overpass Mm -hmm. or in any sort of you know adjacent uh highway property and i mean these things include jail time and fines, they clearly don't have any money to pay fines. Say, what are you going to find them? But, I mean, part of the controversy stems from this GOP state senator, Frank Nicely from Star Bay Plains, who can say something idiotic at the drop of a hat. Apparently. Without any, any hesitation whatsoever, literally said these words. He's talking to the entire chamber. Mm-hmm. I haven't given you all a history lesson in a while, and I want to give you a little history lesson on homelessness. Back in 1910, a guy named Adolf Hitler decided to live on the streets for a while. Oh, what an idiot. So for two years, Hitler lived on the streets and practiced his oratory and his body language and how to connect with the masses and then went on to lead a life that got him in the history books. Okay, what an asshole. <laughs> can, 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 can you think... believe this? And he goes, so a lot of these people, it's not a dead end. They can come out of this, these homeless camps, and have a productive life like Hitler. Or a non-productive life, maybe I should say. 
So that 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 made. I'd like to introduce him to my grandmother. National news, state uh, congresswoman, state representative Gloria Johnson out of Knoxville posted the remarks on Twitter and said this. Not a single day now passes without the Tennessee GOP embarrassing the hell out of our state. I'm going to have to apologize to the universe for this guy. <laughs> uh, in 1910, Hitler moved into a home for poor men where he would stay for the next few years until he was drafted into World War I. So, I am just yeah. absolutely flabbergasted. That's an odd that comparison. For one <laughs> nanosecond, he thought that was a good idea. Um, all right, we'll move on to some of the uh, the, the bigger issues uh, for a little bit. Um the Russian attack on East Ukraine, what I guess could be considered probably the final push, uh, is on that steel plant we mentioned in yesterday's show is now the target of bunker buster bombs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 2,900 people who are in there who did not give up will indeed perish. Uh, I think at this point, even if they tried to give up, it probably would not work out well for them. Mm-hmm. I think when I said 2,400 yesterday, that was Ukrainian army mm-hmm. uh, uh, members, and then there was another 400 or so, you know, residents that just wanted to fight alongside them. But it really, truly is ugly. Putin made an interesting comment yesterday, saying that the sanctions had had no effect on his country, which tells you 100% guaranteed that they're having an effect on his country. <laughs> he would not have even mentioned it had they not had an effect. He's trying to, of course, bolster confidence inside his own country, where he still has high approval ratings among everybody except the oligarchs. And and that's and 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 the way that this the sanctions are affecting the oligarchs, it's going to be a while before it gets down to the street level. But these people are now PO'd. Essentially, they were allowed to rip off the country as much as they wanted to, and Putin would look the other way as long as they supported him. If they quit supporting him then there will be a way to get the news about how poorly that war has been going to the Russian people. They'll make sure of it. They have power, like Elon Musk has power. Russia has its own Elon Musks, maybe not worth that much money. We were talking about the yachts. One of those yachts is now worth a billion dollars. Wow. They've, they've got the one that's, I think it's in... Um, uh, the one that was in Spain, ba- right? Barcelona, oh, Barcelona. Yeah. yeah, there's a there's a, there's there's a guy who's got a yacht there. Actually, he retrofitted it. They say it's a billion dollar mm. boat. So you don't think they can get the message out to the Russian people if they want to? I, I I have a feeling they can. Now the European Union has decided that they will conduct an embargo on Russian oil. Uh, the French financial minister Bruno Le Maire is leading the way on this and says that he has the full backing of the French president. That will certainly have an effect. Uh, Back to the January 6th commission for a little bit. Kimberly Guilfoyle uh, met with him yesterday. Yeah, I saw Um, that, yeah. And so that's all of them now, isn't it? That's, I know certainly, all right, Jared Kushner, Mm -hmm. Ivanka, Mm -hmm. now Guilfoyle. Has Junior actually, has he done his testimony in front of the, the, the committee? I don't remember, actually. I don't remember either. No, no, no. Okay, I all right. There you go. Then that's that. That's the last one to come, as far as the family members go. Um, you know, remember she walked out halfway through testifying once before. I guess she felt like it was getting too close to home, and she needed to make sure that she had an attorney present because she thought she was about to get in charge. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Um, Stuart Rhodes uh, is the name of the guy from the Oath Keeper, uh, saying that they supplied security for Michael Flynn. Roger Stone 
Alex Jones and a bunch of others actual mm-hmm. personal security at the January 6th hearing. Yeah. And the Oath Keepers are in trouble at this point, I would say, as is, of course, Alex Jones. Yes. As we talked about him the other day, InfoWars, they filed papers showing that their entire worth is $50,000. He filed for bankruptcy. Yes. Yeah, yeah he that's filed what I'm for personal bankruptcy yeah. and then also the and then, company. And then did. The, the company InfoWars filed for bankruptcy, but they had, after all of this fuss, they said their total worth was $50,000 and they owe somewhere between one and $10 million. Who's doing their books? <laughs> well, this is pretty classic, actually, when it comes to corporate structures. He's probably offloaded a bunch of the value onto another company. Um, that's just what you do. If your company, like the company that is being targeted is in trouble, you just move the assets into another LLC that you form, and so now they can't be seized because they're in another name. I mean, if you took all of my assets, I might be worth $50,000. Uh, I doubt it, I'm but, I, but, I, that, I, I but I might. But I mean, I mean, come on now. This thing has been tromping over the globe for a long time, wielding a lot of influence. Yeah. yeah who believes that? I'll give you an example. Like if I'm being sued and I'm like, oh no, they're going to take everything I own. I'll just give everything I own to my sister and be like, here, you own yeah. everything. Florida judge overturned the uh, FAA mask mandate on planes. Literally, mid-flight, pilots got on the, the, the PA system and said, you can yeah. take your masks off, yeah. and people celebrated. I was on the last one of the last flights ever that had the mandate still. I'm pretty excited about it, actually, because it's freaking annoying. Well, I mean, it, it is annoying, and the thing is, is, is if Jen Psaki was asked, you know, she still is, has her job right now. Mm-hmm. Will the Biden administration appeal? If he does... His, his 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 disapproval ratings just go even higher. Well, yeah. Well, no, the CDC... nobody nobody wants this anymore, and it's still confusing. Y'all, you used to tell me it wasn't confusing back in the day. It's been confusing from day one, as far as I can tell. Not as you me. go from city to city, from state to state, all the mass transit systems have different rules. Mm-hmm. In New York, you don't have to wear them anymore. In D.C., you do, or vice versa. So, I mean, all the cities, and there are some people who actually, they don't have a choice. They have to use mass transit. That's have right. To. That's right. And many of them elderly because that's pretty much all they've got. And they're the ones that would be the pre-existing condition people. So, I mean, it's just a, a mishmash. Yeah. Well, the CDC, the reason that this happened is because the CDC didn't do their paperwork correctly, as they have been proven to not do repeatedly. They uh, overstepped their bounds, and they basically uh, declared law where they didn't have the right to do so. And so the judge is like, you can't do that. Federal judge has says that uh, the movement to disqualify Marjorie Taylor Greene from office may proceed that would be sweet justice, in my opinion. Don't think she still wouldn't be able to raise money. As a matter of fact, might even be free enough to raise more money. She's got, uh, I think, the most out of any candidate in Georgia right now. She tried to have that uh, movement stopped, but uh, she was not able to do so. Um, let me see. Oh, oh, uh, Tucker Carlson, just to, to give you an idea of how his credibility has shifted I mean, for those who actually believe that he is, you know, God's gift to, to the news world, they're not going to be changed but conducted a full interview on site with two butchers who believe that aliens are coming down in the Midwest <laughs> and dissecting cattle. Interesting. Dissecting I'd w- cattle. I'd watch that, actually. Yeah. That sounds interesting. I was going to say, but this is Tucker Carlson, the main news guy, him and Sean Hannity for Fox, and he is doing this interview with, in, with all seriousness. This isn't Art Bell. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Art Bell used to talk about this too, guys, because it was laser precision. Yeah, it was you great. Know, dissection and yeah. vivisection of cattle. And uh, these guys, I think they were in Iowa, Montana, someplace. I don't know. But just two, just they're two local butchers who said, yep, this has to be the work of aliens. And he goes out there and conducts an interview in the field. I think it's great. Uh, well, you can look it up when we're done. Um, let's see what else we have. The guy that blew up his uh, hand, did he lose his hand completely? The guy in Palmer? I don't actually know. 33 years old, Carl James Arnold in Palmer, Tennessee. I, I go down that road. I tell you, every time I take that route, it's a beautiful route. But when I get into Palmer, Colmont, Gridley Lager, I cinch up. <laughs> There's something about that place that is wrong. That's just wrong. And dude had a bunch of pipe bombs at his house and reached in to grab one, and it went off. And 70 I, I, pounds of marijuana, too. I, yeah, I, th I think he lost his hand. I'm pretty sure that he did. Yeah, there's just been more information released about that. I'm just, there's something about that area. Maybe it's those Swedes and Grutley Lager. I don't know. <laughs> but there's just they're bringing the old religions yeah. with them. I, I have no idea. I, it's funny, too, because somebody I was telling a friend of mine about this, and they're like, how does he even get pipe bombs? It's like, how do you think they make It's easy. You go to Home Depot, and you, you make one in 10 P minutes. PVC, you know, pipe That's it with two, two uh, caps on the end of it. Uh, new police chief in Athens, uh, Fred Schultz, who's been, you know, filling in up there, is mm -hmm. going to go ahead and keep that job. Mm -hmm. And just a rumor dismissal. This came up back in 2014, and, and, and you guys are too young to remember, but Brenda Turner was a state, she was, she was, she was, she was one of our, our, our state legislators forever and ever and ever. Brenda was about this tall. She she oh she was a lovely lady loved her she was a, a staunch Democrat she was a very effective legislator little bitty munchkin of a woman blonde and there's been this rumor since Sabrina Smedley the the county mayoral candidate now county commissioner mm -hmm. when she ran in 2014 for the commission seat that she was Brenda Turner's daughter. Oh. Her mom's name is Brenda Turner, but it's not the same oh, one. Okay. Now, the big thing is, so the people that were trying to use this against her were saying she's really a rhino. She's a Democrat. She's not even a rhino because she's really just a Democrat because she's Brenda's daughter. She's not Brenda's daughter. Well, I know Sabrina well enough to know she's not a no, Democrat. I know, and I'm, I can tell you, and, and, the, and the, you can take it a step further, and this is why I said you guys are probably not even old enough to, to remember this, Brenda Turner, the Brenda Turner, the one that was the state legislator, was the daughter of Bookie Turner. Bookie Turner was one of the most powerful and corrupt people to ever exist in the city of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Oh wow! I mean, he made Franklin Haney look like nothing. Oh, no. You know, he made he made the. I mean, he he really did. He ran this area and he ran it like a crime boss. And people either loved him because he did like a crime boss. He did what he wanted to do to make money, but kinda then like again, a, he would dole out, you know, money to people to, to, like to, to earn favor. Character. Very much so. And this was the era where Southern oligarchs, essentially, mm -hmm. in smaller areas were in charge. So Bookie Turner, Brenda Turner, cut it off right there. I don't think she ever had kids. I'm pretty sure she didn't. Sabrina Smedley is not her daughter. I just want to go ahead and just and, and get that out there. And then I'm going to say, did you guys, I'm going to flash back to last week when we were off, all the way back to Monday night when Channel 9 had the prime time, or Channel yes, 3. Yes, I watched Channel it. 3 had the prime time mm -hmm. debate with the mayoral candidates. Yes. Yeah. 
I thought they all did a good job. Yeah. I yeah. think I think that Matt Hollander has gotten much more comfortable in He's his own skin. He's had some coaching, yes. He's had some coaching. Uh, he was asked about the whole Biden thing and what does that have to do with anybody yeah. establishing, you know, conservative credentials. Weston once again came off slick, polished. Yeah. The five o'clock shadow was gone. Uh, you know, so he shaved before it. He came on. So I mean, it, it made him look a little bit younger, mm-hmm. and his youth is kind of a deal. But the zinger question at the end that David Carroll asked, mm-hmm. which was probably inappropriate for the setting and for this particular debate, but I I loved him for doing it. At the very end, he just squoes it in there. He goes, "Did you do you believe that the 2020 election was fair yeah. and honest?" and that Joe Biden is president. And Weston Womp says, I think our voting system is completely fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Hollander sort of was wishy-washy. Sabrina Smedley said, I, I think that I think that the, the, the election was corrupt. Yeah, I think the election did. was crooked, and I, and I doubt the results. And to me, that was just, boom, the final nail in the coffin. If I had an issue with her, hearing her say that, that tells me so much about her mental state that I just could not support her. Could not support her at this point. Just just, just throwing that out there for you guys. All right? And that's your upfront wrap-up. Thank you very much. And this is what they swore. We and this is the everybody's got one category. Everybody's got one. An opinion and other things that stink sometimes. Uh, usually most of the time. Brought to you by People's Home Equity. If you're in the housing market, if you're looking for a home, the smartest thing you could do is get pre-approved for a loan, for a mortgage, before you start shopping. You're out there competing with people coming in from out of town with wads of cash money. Mm -hmm. So if you go in there and say, I'm interested, give me a couple of months to get a mortgage together, you're not doing yourselves any favor. Saves time, money, stress, and worry. Bruce Dodd and Trevor Glass at People's Home Equity, 591-9801, chatmortgage.com with two Ts is the website, all right? Also, the Intentional Living Project is their podcast. Yes, absolutely. Thank you very much for the Intentional Living Project and learn how to live more intentionally with your time and your money and your relationships and your thoughts, even. I'm, I'm working on that myself. Um, this is easy. TBI, please, 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 investigate and investigate thoroughly the death of Shandell Marie yes. Riley. Yes. I We went yesterday without mentioning it. And of course, this is the woman who was forced by a deputy, Daniel Wilkes, Wilkie, Wilkie to undergo a baptism in Saudi Lake Good Lord. to get out of a ticket. And Among then, other and, things, and, and I was going to say this: this 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 guy already has so many accusations against him. And you you remember if you guys have been listening steadily, when Cody Womp was in here, we asked about that question because she is so pro law enforcement, mm-hmm. so pro law enforcement, and, and being tough on crime is certainly not going to hurt her in her campaign. Mm-hmm. And uh, and but this guy was just a loose cannon, and when that news came out that he gave the woman an option to either, I'm going to either write you a ticket, a citation, or you're going to go and I'm going to baptize you in nasty ass, muddy ass, full of goose crap, Saudi Lake. And she allowed that to happen. So she's suing 
Hamilton County and the Sheriff's Department, mm-hmm. and they find her dead. She's 42 years old, yeah. perfectly healthy for that age, mm-hmm. and they find her dead in her home in Saudi Daisy on Log Cabin Road, and we have no more details. None. Yeah, that's not fishy at all. No. Not even slightly. Oh, no. She smelled fishy when she came out of that crappy lake, <laughs> I can you tell you that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I No, but I'm, I'm serious. What? You can't tell us that she's just dead and not give us any more information and expect to have any confidence. Right. So, there's, I mean. There's, I, I've said this before, and it's unfortunate, but there is basically zero reason to ever trust law enforcement. Because they keep lying about things, and they keep telling half-truths about things. And in this case, there is no reason to ever trust anything they say about this case. I mean, consider what happened to the dash cam and body cam footage. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah remember, yes. uh, we, we lost, what, yeah. 48 hours? That's yeah. Right. The, the pivotal 48 hours that involved this deputy in yeah. this case and they go, suddenly just disappeared. It was, yeah. it was a glitch. It was yeah. a glitch. Who Whatever. Believes, nobody believes that, Sheriff Hammond. Nobody believes you. Nobody believes you. And I, I, think, I think the world, you in so many ways, Ways, but God Almighty, when you say, "Yeah, there was a glitch," and we just happened to lose that vital information, mm-hmm. and none else, no, 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 no more. And then you know, I mean, Cody was sitting there just defending him and saying, "There's going to be new information coming out uh-huh. that's going to change people's minds." Well, there Here she is. is. Yeah. She's dead. Good Lord. There's your new information. What could possibly change one's minds about, <laughs> about this case? It's like, well, actually, they have a long history together, and she always agreed to be baptized. Yeah, like, yeah. what? She wanted to be baptized after being pulled over next to the Saudi Lake. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're kind. J- Jim Hammond is a prick. I, I don't like the guy at all. And uh, any of these back-the-blue, no-matter-who types, it's I got no time for you. No time for you. Don't trust the police. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Well, we it. talked about Neil Pinkston. He, he, the, he, the, the current DA has asked the TBI to step in and investigate, and he understands that I mean, he's running a, a, a heated, contested race for his you know, incumbent position as district attorney general, and this is going to be you know, a, kind of a sticky wicket for him no matter what happens. Anything he does right now is going to be under the microscope. Of course. We mentioned yesterday... His new TV ad is just is just terrible. I noticed he edited it. Yes, it it's it, changed. It, it, it is improved. It, it's a little it bit is improved. improved. Yes. Audio is better. Uh, the the shots the visual are better. Is better they, they, yeah. they cut away from the visual for That's a little right. bit. I mean, yep. there was the glaring, you know, uh, you know, they tried to fix it in post. A little glowing yeah, yeah. box down here that was supposed to look like it was at the front of the podium. Just all kinds of just technical things <laughs> wrong with it. It just didn't fill you with confidence. It just didn't come Not across very well. Cody has a new spot out that is excellent. It's also inherently racist. She is basically walking around and she's trying to make the point that we do have a gang problem in Hamilton County. And what is she showing? Graffiti, 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 all in under bridges. And I mean, yes, it's out there, but what do people immediately connect that to? Black teenagers. The black teenage population. And the entire commercial is about how tough she's going to be on crime. Apparently, I mean, if you're accused of a crime, you're going to be screwed, blued, and tattooed if she's DA. <laughs> yeah. There's not going to be any listening to your story. The cop's always right, and you're always wrong. And she pretty much said that when she, she was did. in here. She really yeah, did. She did. Yeah. yeah. She and so, I mean, implied that. But, I mean, but the commercial is excellent. And I just had to, after that headline the and everything else. The production is excellent. I, yeah. just, I said, I, just, I, I, I have a feeling, 
you know, she she's not going to get a single black vote, but that doesn't really make anything happen in Hamilton County. No, it doesn't. Unfortunately, uh, you know, I mean, even as a voting block, if it was one hundred percent. You know, they just don't have enough numbers. It's a scare tactic that she wants middle-aged white people to be scared of black people. That's but what it TBI, is. It's not a freaking gang problem in this country. Are there gang in this in this county? Yes. Are there gangs in this entire county? Stop it. No, there's yeah. not. Please, please, please come in. And that's the everybody's got one segment today. The duh segment, and I will go ahead and I'll be pretty quick on this one. Let me make sure people understand what I'm saying. Yeah, there are gang problems within the city for sure. Yes. But as a countywide issue, I don't see it. Yeah, yeah you're right. I, 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 that's it's that's the point I tried to make. There is one. And 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 when when Miss Smedley, when Sabrina was in here as well, she said, "Don't trust the liberal media." Knee jerk <laughs> okay. reaction. I mean, to a columnist who said there were fourteen in two years gang crimes committed. Uh, also, in the understand the room you're in, dummy. Yeah. Yeah. And choose your words a little bit more elegantly, please. The uh, duh category is, I'm just going to go back, and it's not a say I told you so because it was such a tragic and terrible story. And I, I still cannot watch the video. I look away every single time. But um, the scientific evidence from the freefall ride down in Florida shows that they did indeed manually adjust the safety straps on two people for that individual ride. Mm-hmm. For it larger is, is norm- for larger riders. And I told you that, I mean, once we saw the video of the Jerry guy rigged. before he got on, he was a big boy. He's six foot five, young man. Uh, 300 pounds. Yeah. And normally you are given 3.3 inches of wiggle room before the bar locks down. They manually readjusted it to allow him and another person to get on to 7.1 inches and made it, and they've already said this, unsafe to ride. So, I mean, when that, that, that thing dropped, he literally, he stayed where he was yeah. for a nanosecond yep. while the seat moved away from him. Then he truly went into free fall. But also, I said, everybody talked about the fact that he was clambering around in the seat, mm-hmm. apparently at the top, trying to get off and so I just want to say, I, I, I told you that was going to be the case. The fact that he was a big man, young man, but a big man was going to come into play, but also his own phobia. Everybody should realize if they have a phobia, we talked about last, you know, yesterday, mm-hmm. neither one of us ever want to go into a, a narrow cave. Mm-hmm. I went out yesterday after we talked about not wanting to go caving. I went into a cave yesterday. I took my dogs with me into a huge, big cavernous space uh, that's on 127 between my mountain and Signal Mountain because it was so misty and cold and gray and a nasty day. I needed to take them for a walk. But, I mean, getting down on your belly and sliding, you know, through a, a sluice that's full of water, you know, way, way, way under the ground doesn't have any, you know, appeal to me. And people should know if they have a phobia, if they have a fear of heights. How could you not know that until you got on a ride at age 17 or 18? I, I, I tested Russell the other day. I said, if you really want to know if you have a fear of heights, walk out to the edge of that rock and lean out and put yeah. your hand on that on that limb, no. which he did with no hesitation. Really? You did that? He did that with no hesitation. And I talk about, I, that's a sheer drop. It's a very sheer drop. That's a long, tall, sheer drop. And, I mean, if you lean out, you have to commit your weight forward and put your hand on a limb of a tree that bends over, and you're looking straight down. Yeah, I don't think so. You're looking straight down. Most people would not do that. No way. People should test themselves every once in a while just to see. 
They should know if they're going to have an unnatural fear. He shouldn't have got to the top of that ride and suddenly discovered he didn't like heights. I think there's some personal responsibility. That I've comes already into play. told the story. Yeah. It's it's the parents' responsibility too. I've yeah, already told yeah. the story about when Jesse was I don't know seven, and she went on that same ride at Lake Winnie, and I'm standing on the side panicking. She was on there with her dad, but she had a, a you know a bit of a panic attack on mm-hmm. the way up, wanting to get out, and I'm yelling holy hell at the guy to stop the ride. That ride should not be. That that should be taken down. Well, well I, I, I uh, think you can you can rest assured that ride will be taken that down. Specific at that specific one, yeah. That amusement the, park. The kid was fourteen, and uh, yeah, I, whatever he was. Yeah, he, I mean he's he's a big guy, but he's fourteen years old. So I think that there's pretty pretty good reason to think that this may have been the first time he's ever encountered something like and this. And you yeah. can develop a phobia later in life. You yeah. cannot yeah. have a fear of heights and then suddenly develop one later in life. I mean, it has fear of the dark. I mean, you just I don't know. Sure. I just think there's some personal responsibility involved. Um, I found out that I don't have a fear of heights. I have a fear of climbing down ladders. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did. I told Russ, I said, if you ever want to test yourself, he just walked out there and put 10 toes over and leaned out and put his hand right on that limb. I said, well, good for you. Most people wouldn't have done that. Very quickly, before you, you, you switch up uh, musics and, and, we, and we switch gears here, I want to tell everybody the dumb moment is brought to you by Guardian Investment Advisors. Very real professionals, real people, good people, friends of ours. Um, the care, the commitment, the kindness you don't normally get when you're dealing with a financial center and investment folks. Uh, they're usually pretty staid and stoic folks. Uh, always ready to talk. Give them a call, 710-9199. This is Gary Thurman and Tide McIntosh. Uh, listen to their podcast as well, 710-9199. Love them to death. And real quick, I did notice, Brian, that you, you went to look. And I'm not trying to be negative. I love Nightfall. Nightfall always had, and I'm 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 serious here. There's there's no there's no way anybody can contest this at either organization. The friends of the festival when I was working there in Riverbend had no problem with Nightfall. The folks at the downtown partnership and the people that put on Nightfall had a tremendous problem with Riverbend. We did conflict every once in a while going after bands. Somebody would get there first or pay a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I have always loved Nightfall. I was there when it first started, when they had five nights, and John Prine was one of the acts. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it was, and, and they didn't even have the traffic closed off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember seeing Allison Krauss there. I think that yeah. was before they had the traffic closed yeah. off. Um, people like that. And I, I have always been a fan. I think it's a wonderful thing for the city. But I just looked, again, I got the headliners here. There is not one name, not one name here that you've ever heard before. Did you? Was that what you were looking at? Yeah, I was looking at uh, Drew Sturkey in there. I think I've heard that. Oh, oh that. yeah, but the lo- he's local. Is that a local dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that, okay, Drew, then that's why I've heard of him. Then that means there's, and this is, I'm trying to make a greater point without trying to put down anybody yeah. locally. That's going to make four local headliners. All right, they've never done that, and that is a cost-cutting move. At there are two at, nights at, June, at, at, at least June 17th and July 29th are billed as local bands, and you got Opposite Box, who I love. You got uh, you know Call Me Spencer, Drew Sturkey, Blues Tribe, but then there are a few others. I just black and then the road to, the road to nightfall winner will be a local so yeah, that, yeah, that will be your fourth one. local headliner and and there's nothing wrong with which Jason local Miles, music Amber people Fultz, are gonna be super dregs. happy but I'm, I'm, it's yay but I mean are they gonna go ahead and rebrand it 
are they going to just rebrand it as a local music festival? Because there are no names on here that are getting any airplay anywhere, anytime, including streaming, you know, audio that I know of. It's a social event. It's too bad Strung Like a Horse couldn't get on that that yeah. lineup. I don't think it's. They're, they're too. They're probably too. They're big probably for too it. big yeah. now. I That's saw I Richard. Thinking. I saw Richard Schindel. I saw Jonathan Brook years ago before they closed well, that's what off I'm talking the about. I mean, the, I saw the bare naked ladies down yeah, there. Right. I mean, yeah. Wow. I mean, they're, 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 they're Black Keys in 2000. The like Black I Keys, saw. the most aggressive concert yeah. ever put on by Nightfall ever. I was there and it blew everybody away. Uh, I saw the, Mark Cohn down there. This is the problem of being young. Is like 2005. I was 10, so I wish I could have been there. Well, so my mean, kids were there. It was better. Ago. My 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 kids were there at, at eight, nine, ten. You know, because it was a family event. It still yeah. is. So I'm not trying to say anything negative. I'm just saying that is an underwhelming lineup. And I was just going to make the point that so was Moon River. And I have to say it. Yeah. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to well, cause them any harm. And you know what? They're going to sell out. Here's they the are. They're going to sell out. It's disappointing about Moon River. Though. Yeah, but y'all, y'all know how this works too. Like you say, it's a disappointing lineup, and maybe it is in terms of popularity. But maybe you know all these bands are just really good. Maybe they're excellent, and I've just not heard of them because I'm too old and I don't listen to well, enough, you know, off-kilter streaming audio yeah, stations. A lot of people go to festivals because they don't know the bands. Yeah, They well, go anyway because yeah. of, of the experience. I, I don't I, think these people are dumb. I if think I'm they know downtown on a Friday night, I will go there because that's the thing to do. Yeah. I don't really care who's going to be down there. Here come the mummies. The first time I saw them, oh, yeah. nobody had ever even heard of them. Nobody knew anything right. about them. Uh, hit me up Blew me the away. Uh, let me see real quick. Because I want to look on Spotify. Maybe they're like super popular and I just don't know. Chawa, two words, C-H-A-W-A. That's the kickoff band. That's the headliner. Oh, yeah. All right, Wildermiss. Hold on. Wild, not Wilderness, Wildermiss, like Miss Ohio. Okay. Uh, one word. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. They have a pretty big appearance as well. A band called Boulevards. Okay, Boulevard. I know that's not the normal place we'd be doing this, but I don't know where else to do it. Uh, yeah, musical artist. He looks like a hip-hop uh, artist. Okay. R&B. All right, but you said Chawa was big? Oh, yeah. I, I just looked at Spotify. Now, you're not talking about Chumbawamba now. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, now get knocked down. All right, I just want to make sure. Knock it up again. All right. Uh, Grammy-nominated Mardi Gras Indian funk band based out of New Orleans. All right, wow. well, there you go. All right, All Grammy-nominated. Right. Well, that's a night to go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. See, you are like, I've never heard of these people. <laughs> well, that's what old curmudgeons do. <laughs> well, I hadn't either. I'm just detached, that's all. Okay. Chattanooga Drive-In Show's community calendar segment. What are you doing? What are you doing? And we tend to kind of turn this over to Jen, so you yeah, go Well, we know we're going to go to Nightfall now, yeah. so I'm going to take that at off my that list. first night, May 27th. Yes. Way. Thursday at Wanderlinger, they're having a buzzed bee, adult spelling bee, happening from 8.30 to 11. It's free. You can go sign up at the door to participate in an adult spelling bee. $40 gift certificate will be awarded to the winner. At uh, Craft Axe Throwing, they're having an 80s night, and that's happening Thursday, April 21st from 4 to 11 p.m. How did they throw axes in the 80s? $20 will get you in the door. Don your best 80s-inspired garb, preferably clothes that glow in the dark for the event's glow throw. I'm going to have to put my own opinion in here. I don't think that's a good idea with axes oh, in the dark. Oh, it'd be fine. It'd be fine. I don't know. I mean, it's not like you can well, throw Well, they said the same like thing when we were advertising for the axe-throwing place, Valkyrie. Valkyrie's and, awesome. And, and they sold beer. 
a guy wrote in one of the newspaper columns that I, for for me to be actually promoting an axe throwing place, a was ironic. It is and ironic. And B, the idea <laughs> of mixing it with it. beer, when you know, just didn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, yeah I don't think he understood. Well, that. here's the thing, though. Consider, and, and I've thought about this long and hard, actually, but consider. Bowling, I think, is equally, if not more, dangerous because you don't think of the bowling ball as being a dangerous thing. Unless you, drop you throw it, on, it backwards. Yeah, you drop it on your foot, you're going to break your foot. <laughs> well, lob it up into the concession stand and, and see what happens. How many people get totally plastered and bowl? All Lots right. of them. How many bowling-related injuries do you hear? Not that many. Not many. Friday night, April 22nd from 6 to 7.30, the Chattery is having a home bartending date night. $70 per couple, Looking, uh, learn how to create two cocktails in this bartending class. I only need one. And here's something that's really just depressing to me. Mojo Burrito announced yesterday that the restaurant is closing until further notice due to a combination of unforeseen circumstances. Stay updated on future announcements via Mojo's Instagram page and I really hope they come back. That means it's closed forever. I know, right? I really hope that. Why the do they owner- use the coded words really when we hope- all know what the what they mean? We've we've broken that encryption a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. I hope the owner is not sick. Um, but that's a restaurant we went to. Me and the girls would go to at least once every two weeks. Um, and I'll miss that very much. I know Chattanooga Market's uh, back this weekend. Sculptures in the sky, the kite right, flying thing, which right. you've mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thursday night. Uh, Boyd's uh, Speedway got a monster truck show. It's a media night out there. Cool. Uh, they they oh, that's were right. asked that's if, right. if I was, wanted to try to come out. Right. I cannot. We actually have a date night going on on Thursday night. We're going to a friend's house. Congratulations. Uh, but anyway, so, you know, monster trucks, you know, if you're a guy, you like a monster truck. The little right? boy in you is going, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. At Quality Tire Pros, we look forward to keeping you on the road in 2022. If your ride is running as rough as the past two years have been, stop in today. Let us check it out. For a quality ride and one you can count on, we carry great tire brands like Michelin. No matter what you drive or where you've driven, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard. And Pimp Jen, that is her nickname because she sells our butt on the corner every single day. This is her this is her time, the Pimp's Corner. This is my time. Brought to you by Chattanooga Safety Products on Highway 58 next to the Hungry House. All of your industrial footwear and PPE needs, safety begins at your feet at Chattanooga Safety Products. And all winter gear and work gloves as long as the supplies last, 30% off. I only have one thing today, but it's a very good thing. Something that I came across yesterday uh, through a friend of mine on Facebook. Who posted it this letter this is a letter it was written April 28 1955 to Miss Marilyn Monroe at the Waldorf Waldorf Towers room room 2728 in New York City okay. and it goes like this dear Marilyn in my whole experience I've never known anyone to ask for an autograph for himself it is always for a child or an ancient aunt, which gets very tiresome, as you know better than I. It is therefore with certain nausea that I tell you that I have a nephew-in-law who lives in Austin, Texas, whose name is, Joe, is John Atkinson. He has a foot in the door of puberty, but that's, his only, that's only one of his problems. You are the other. <laughs> Those two came I know, together. I yeah. know that you're not made of celestial either, but he doesn't. A suggestion that you have normal functions would shock him deeply, and I'm going to be the one to tell him. No, I'm not going to be the one to tell him. 
On a recent trip to Texas, my wife made the fatal error of telling John that I had met you. He doesn't really believe it, but his respect for me has gone up even for lying about it. <laughs> now, I get asked for all kinds of silly favors, so I have no hesitation in asking one of you. Would you send him in my care a picture of yourself, perhaps in a pensive girlish mood, inscribed to him by name and indicating that you are aware of his presence? He is already your slave. This would make him mine. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. If you will do this, I will send you the, uh, the, the guest key to the ladies' entrance of Fort Knox. And furthermore, I will like you very, very much. Sincerely, John Steinbeck. Wow. John Steinbeck. John Steinbeck was an American author. And of course the we know John Steinbeck 19- is. Well, some people don't. He was the 1962 Nobel Prize in Literature the Grapes of winner. Wrath. Yeah. Yes. My Travels with Charlie. Yep. He was called the, uh, he's been called a giant of American letters. Well, yeah, without a doubt. He's up there in the echelon with, with our Hemingway. Yeah. I mean, Steinbeck yeah. was, was, the, was the, the thing. That's, that's amazing. Isn't that wonderful? I, I loved it. I love the letter. <laughs> Well, also, and I'm sorry I stumbled through it. I, I wore the glasses, but it's still tiny. The well, it's also yeah, a typewritten letter, which yeah. we're not used to that font anymore. Right. It's like you uh, talk about a, a little-known author, John Krakauer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it would take a hundred thousand Krakauers to make one Steinbeck. Yeah, that's true. And the impact that he had on American literature. But I mean, I, I want to just point out again, changing tastes. It doesn't take long in my lifetime. Tastes have changed dramatically. When I was young, Twiggy was considered to be the sexiest woman on the planet. Yeah, Twiggy, who had uh, was what no eighty five pounds, yeah. no curves, no breasts, no hips, no nothing. But she was a fashion model, and fashion models, mostly gay uh, designers, gay men. You know, they 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 tended to design fashions for stick figures without curves. I've Marilyn Monroe, before. only a decade and a half before Marilyn Mo- Monroe was the sexiest woman and still possibly, in many people's opinion, the sexiest woman ever put on the planet. We could debate about that all day. But her measurements today would put her in a Lizzo category. No, they wouldn't. It would no. be darn close. She wore a size, in today's sizes, she wore a size 12 to 14. Yeah. Lizzo is much, mm. much, uh, you know, more than that. <laughs> but not she, that that's a problem. Marilyn Monroe would be body shamed today by the young women. No, of today. I think she's about the I, same. I mostly agree with that. I yeah. think that she, no, because from, um, from Gen Xers uh, standpoint, think about um, what's her name, the one who's super popular, right, or was a little while Kim ago. Kim Kardashian. No, 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 no. The um, Kate Moss. No, Kate. It, it is Kate something though. Upton. Kate Upton. She's in the same leagues as Kate Upton. About the same size. I think Kate Upton's taller. Kate, Kate Upton, I, I don't think she had the, the extra hippage. Yeah, mm. she and didn't. Maybe not. She, much, she was anyway, straight. Much larger bust, naturally. But no, I mean, Marilyn Monroe, it was in her eyes. It was in her face. It was in the way she moved. Yeah. I mean, in Some Like It Hot, I mean, that's Tony Bennett's famous line to Jack Lemmon when they see her walking by on the train station. And so, my God, it's like a whole different sex. It's Jello on Springs, <laughs> you know. And, 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 you know, I mean, <laughs> Kate Upton has that, yeah. Jello on Springs. But most of the women out there today don't. I don't know. I'm going to look up her measurements. <laughs> <laughs> you have fun why, with that, Jeff. Why are you doing that? 
Uh, Russell the Love Muscle also gets his little corner here, and we call it the Flex. Because it's the Love Muscle. It's like Jello on See what we're doing there? Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much to Color Creek Press. They've got, you may know, over 30 years of experience in the screen printing industry, and we've trusted them to handle our very own T-shirts. Custom screen printing on uh, provided apparel, or they can order it for you. So if you've got the T-shirts already, give them to Color Creek Press or have them order the T-shirts. Uh, custom graphic design for your apparel, up to eight colors. We're using one. Uh, they're right downtown Cherokee Boulevard. You can also find them conveniently online at colorcreekpress.com. Sorry, that's colorcreekpress.com. You can also find them on Instagram where you can see a whole bunch of samples of their work. Very cool stuff. Let's talk about arms shipment because it's a very interesting topic uh, to everyone uh, actually to nobody but me. But uh, did you know, uh, I want to talk about arms shipment because we've been talking about Ukraine so much. And I think that while Ukraine is very interesting, um, it's there's not a, really a whole lot new happening. Because anytime we talk about Ukraine, it's in the perspective of what happened yesterday, generally speaking. And it's also, um, you're not hearing a whole lot of new developments, right? Like, What's in the headline right now about Ukraine? Well, the headline is uh, there's been uh, somewhat Russian advancement, but it's really not a whole lot. So it's just sort of up in the air what's going on. Uh, so instead, I want to point out something in a different sector of the world that is oft overlooked, especially in the present day. Ireland. Now, the troubles have been over in Ireland for a while, about 25-ish years. Uh, but just recently, a Republican group uh, called Oleg Naharan, uh, which translates to Irish Defense Forces, threatened to target loyalist leadership figures if nationalists or Republicans are attacked as part of their ongoing anti-protocol campaign. Um, so if you think the troubles are over, well, they kind of are, but also not at the same time. Another interesting fact is, uh, in the photograph that was shared on Irish Times, uh, or sorry, IrishNews.com, one of the guys in uh, ski masks, because they always are, the Irish Republicans, uh, is holding a 3D printed gun, an FGC-9, which I think is really interesting. And uh, in case you didn't know, back in 19, I'm going to say 82, sometime around there, um, the, the leader of Libya, Muammar Gaddafi, actually sent a whole bunch of guns to Ireland. Did you know that, Jeff? I did not. Yeah, he sent a whole bunch of AK-47s and AR-18s, not 15s, but AR-18s uh, to Ireland, and they still pop up being used by radical groups to this day. They're really distinctive uh, AK-47s. They have this front forward grip that's really distinctive, and the AR-18s are distinctive because... You don't really see AR-18s very much uh, at all. Uh, here in the States, we got AR-180Bs, not so much AR-18s. Uh, so they were funded way, way, way back in the 70s and 80s by Muammar Gaddafi. Just a weird connection there. I think it's kind of interesting. And uh, as you can tell, I prepared precisely zero for today. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Chattanooga Drive-In Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radiocast, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, PocketCast, Radio Public, wherever, <laughs> wherever a podcast is launched from, you can find us there, and we would be very, very, very proud to if have you, you continue uh, to listen. If you want to know the truth, I had a whole big thing written out that was really well written, and I couldn't find it so we'll say that for another time well that's it's all good brother we we did again i yesterday i felt like i stumbled through the entire show so it's no big deal mountains looking at each other the storytelling part and i'm going to make this one I, I i did the search and you are right because of this the changing sizes 
mm-hmm. dress sizes. Well, no, she she wore back then a size eight. Say that again. Yeah, you I'm, were you were right. no, you were right in the the fact that that you said today's <laughs> dress sizes, uh, all of the measurements they have the measurements from yes. when she first became a model. Sure. And she was thirty six, twenty four, thirty eight. Yeah. I mean, just practically, you know, perfect, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and of course, whatever Barbie would be, Barbie is just something that'd be Barbie supernatural. Is Barbie's yeah. impossible, yeah. Right. Supernatural. But uh, then by the time she actually died, and she was still, I mean, n- trying to become a very, very serious actress, mm-hmm. she had become what they consider to be a plus size woman yeah but all the, the the dress sizes were like a size six or an eight well yeah and now you said what would that be now about a 12, a 12 or, a or a 14 yeah. okay all right so anyway today's story is just gonna which have to is do... average by the way i mean that's yeah. that's average mm-hmm. size just it's it's it, i said yesterday it was had to do with easter and i'm going to bring up one quick thing before i get into the story and the story is not very long I thought this was interesting, and I was going to ask you your opinion on this, Russell. Mm-hmm. This was the front page of the Times Free Press yesterday, or the day before yesterday, Monday, April 18th, and they had this whole feature story about this guy named Titus Hartford, who has run into legal problems for protesting in front of churches. Okay. And he has a big banner, and look what it says. The Apostle Paul taught the opposite of what Jesus taught. Huh? And I basically looked into it enough to know this guy, he has gone out to various churches. He got really, really into it at the local Calvary Church, mm-hmm. uh, the non-denominational mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And they tried to, well, they, they had him arrested apparently. And his basic message is that Jesus taught that faith alone could get you into heaven while Paul taught that faith and works got you into heaven. That's and not true. He, okay. con- <laughs> he and it, well, he confronts people who he believes are giving a false gospel as they go into church. Okay. And so the police, you know, that are off duty but providing security because churches need security nowadays because yeah. of mass shootings. You know, they they don't know what to do with this guy. You got freedom of speech, freedom of religion, everything comes into play here. Mm-hmm. But if he's actually stopping people, arresting them on their way into a, you know, their, he wasn't. Their, their place he was of standing on 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 public property on a corner. It happened to be near next to the church, and the you know the congregation was coming in. I don't think he did anything wrong. Well, it's a centuries-old debate as to as to whether the 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 the, the worth of works. Well, if and it, and I, whether or not a, a lie, and that even gets into deathbed conversion. I do sure, think sure. that the pastor who came out and spoke with him was very polite. Yeah. on the front end. Yeah, I don't see. I, I, don't, I agree. Yeah, it, you asked my opinion on it, and I'll, I'll you know I don't want to get into the whole theological thing because well I do. Okay, well here if you want to know the opinion of Paul um, in Ephesians. Uh, this is one of those verses that we all sort of memorized, uh, especially in my denomination, because we're really big on the whole grace thing. Uh, but uh, in Ephesians uh, 2, verse 8, he's actually quite clear, Paul is. Again, this is Paul's letter to the church in Ephesus. He says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It's the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. If he has before ordained, then we get into uh, free will. Right. Well, uh, if you want to get into uh, yeah, that, we yeah, can. Yeah, I mean, it goes on and on and on. All, all I'm saying is I thought that was interesting. Wor- worthy of possibly a, another podcast on another maybe, day. Maybe, maybe a totally so. different podcast. <laughs> maybe but so. it, this is all I was going to say. Um, we, we went to, to, to Easter service at uh, 
uh, Second Presbyterian. And oh, oh, let me say this too. I I was surprised because there was a, a statement of faith in the in the 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 handout mm-hmm. and you know i was following along and i i do sing at church i sing very low volume i sing <laughs> <Yeah>. very low <laughs> register yeah, but I, I do i do and uh-huh. unlike most of the guys that that i know I, I actually do try to to pitch into the to the to the choral arrangements when we're called upon and you know i'm, I'm used to repeating most of these things because most churches that I have been to, you know, repeat some version Now their version of the Lord's prayer is a little different. They don't use trespasses. They use something else, debtors and something like that. But I was repeating this statement of faith and I actually said the words, remember when we debated, would you kiss the Pope's ring? And I said, I would not Mm -hmm. because I don't believe in that particular church and its, its authority. I would not, but I was reading along and sure enough, I said, I believe in the holiness of the Catholic church. Oh, don't, don't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh well, if it makes they you feel fooled, any better, they fooled me because I didn't read ahead. If it makes you feel any better, Jeff, uh, we do the same thing, and we are very much anti-Catholic. They, uh, Catholic, in that sense, just means unified church, like the, the church, the, ch- the church, not of, the Roman the Catholic church, church. that John and Paul founded. Precisely. Uh, all right. So anyway, I just I was just throwing that in there, but yeah. I didn't know they have they had a kids' service sermon, mm-hmm. which you know this is always a fun part of any church when they do this, and all the young people go up before they go to Sunday school, and they get a little story and of course it's so confusing for kids for little kids christmas is confusing because you got santa claus and you got jesus being born that's one thing easter is <laughs> even worse because you got the easter bunny what is that you got easter i mean literally egg. what the hell is up with an easter bunny <laughs> what, what, i don't know what, I, actually i don't know <laughs> how does nobody all, know this all of these pagan spring rebirth <laughs> rituals that the church kind of morphed into you know oh, the, the way the easter. sun sets is how you decide yeah. when easter is i thought that was witchcraft yeah, and that, well and see what i was saying and how, how literally i thought that was witchcraft how easter falls is the, the it's the, also judaism the after the first full moon <laughs> in spring, it's the Sunday after that. It's the Sunday after the first full moon, after the first day of spring. That's what we were saying yesterday. The, the, we missed it by a day having a super early Easter this time. Yeah. A lot of people haven't ever figured that out. Nobody ever told them. Why does Easter fall on different days? I didn't know that until yesterday. That's why. All right, so anyway, I just was thinking when I was a kid, and what is the, one of the most confusing things for a kid coming up in a church why do they call it Good Friday? Uh, especially if you've actually seen I was never the Passion of the Christ and how incredibly violent it really was, which Americans are usually spared from the gory details of the scourging mm-hmm. and what they actually did to people, including the Son of God. And and they, and it, it's just, why would it be called Good Friday? And I just was going to tell the story just as a kid. We would come down for summer we'd come down for christmas and we'd come down for easter sometimes thanksgiving depending on my dad's you know um his his work schedule which was very odd he would work for three months and he'd be off for three months it was a a strange business that he was in but we would always come down for easter it always coincided with spring break that's back when school still could have an easter break right so we come to the south and i had a mini bike and I remember being like eight, nine years old on my mini bike, and I would take off through my grandmother's property, who she had this huge, big chunk of property, Fun. and I would pretend that I was on my way to rescue Jesus. <laughs> I did. My little brain, my little boy's brain, I was going, I'm coming to help you, Jesus, because I thought the worst thing in the world, the worst possible thing in the world, would they would hammer this guy up on a tree, right, and end his life. And what a terrible, terrible story. And I always wondered why they called it Good Friday. 
And that came rushing back to me, watching this guy do a totally wonderful job with kids. Again, you know, it was it's always been said in the show business world, don't perform with kids or animals because mm. they always upstage you, right? Yeah. And it is difficult. <laughs> but I just suddenly had that memory rushing back to me and it was it was one of my favorite little fantasies. And I, somehow I'd have a glowing sort of light, like Gabriel or something like that, or Bar, the Archangel Michael. And I would, I would just, was I would, it a I'd, lightsaber? I'd beat, I'd beat. It was before lightsabers existed, <laughs> so it'd just be a sword of flame, you know. And I'd beat Lucifer back and and save Jesus, and we'd go walking down the road and go have a coke together. And and I just, it just suddenly struck me, what a confusing time it really is for kids. Yesterday we were talking about talking to your kids about sex. That's one thing. How do you talk to your kids about that? And 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 if you don't, you're really leaving them in the lurch. Yeah, yeah. And and it, you know it takes it takes. I mean, you know, kids are smarter than you give them credit for. And I think that that most parents probably have never sat down and said, "Do you have any questions about this time, the holiest time of the year?" If they're being raised as Christians, I, I never had any issue personally, but I'm sure some kids did. Did you ever wonder? Not really. Well, you were raised in such a morphodidic, you know, <laughs> atmosphere anyway. I was half raised Catholic, with, with half Catholic, half Muslim, half Sikh. Not half, Muslim. Yeah, <laughs> Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm just throwing that out there as a storytelling time. I just, as a kid, eight, nine years old, I'd be roaring down the trail, running to save Jesus from crucifixion on Good Friday. <laughs> and not you're understanding not understanding that that was something that had to happen. Yeah, you're the one for, being saved yeah, here, I, I was gonna I was gonna say that that I would be for, he'd be going, No, get back, get away, get your flaming sword away. <laughs> dumb kid. Not trying to be blasphemous, just saying that's just the way the kid's brain worked, all right? All right. Regional Roundup and Shotgun Shoutouts brought to you by Tennessee American Water Company since 1887, bringing fine potable drinking water to your faucet, any faucet, not just the kitchen faucet, the bathroom faucet. Why is it that some people in my family will drink out of the kitchen faucet but won't drink out of the bathroom faucet? Just association, I think. I don't know. It's I weird. Mean, That's I mean, a weird thing. It, it, do you do the same thing? You're acting like somebody who does the same thing. Who won't drink yeah, out of the... Yeah, yeah. No, do you I hesitate? Have... No, not at all. I don't. Okay. I'll drink out of anything. I mean, even even your outside faucet. Just don't drink out of the garden hose. I do that, actually. That, 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 I did that I did as a, as a kid. kid. I did, yeah, and that's probably what's wrong with us now. <laughs> that's how I keep getting Giardia. Ame- amoebas in our system. Thank you, Tennessee American Water Company, for sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> Whenever um, I want a good cleanse, I take a drink from the garden hose. All I know hose. is if you purify your water with a Brita, put the water in the refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. We, we've learned that. Uh <laughs> Have y'all noticed that every bank in Chattanooga has rebranded? Yes. Right? I'm glad you mentioned that. Every single bank has rebranded. All right? I used to bank at First Tennessee, but I knew that they were owned by Horizon. Regions hasn't changed anything. No, Regions hasn't. First my bank. Now it's First Horizon. SunTrust has now become Truist. BBT. Truist, or Truist, right? And then, yeah, you got uh, Capital Mark Bank is now Pinnacle, and Cornerstone is now Smart Bank. (laughs) <laughs> and First Bank up in Ray County has become Simply Bank. That's kind of scary. That's stupid. That's kind of simply, simply. I, I don't know. I wanted to be kind of complex. It's a lot of consolidation amongst a yeah. lot of these. Biltwell Bank. First Volunteer Bank is about to become Biltwell Bank. That's okay. lame, man. <clears throat> why why, why do people have this this seemingly innate in their DNA, desire to rebrand things all the damn time. I did notice, Especially when it goes to a sorry name like Biltwell. Yeah. 
are 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 smartly. That just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's called yeah. They call it like I worst to, bank. I wanted to sound monolithic. Yeah, I, I just you know. Th- and there's always the first bank of something. The first bank of this town. The first. What? What? Why aren't they ever called the second or third? I want to open up a bank and just call it the bank. Well, That's all go. it is. Just the bank. El banco. El banco. All right. <laughs> uh, looking at the state by state news, uh, which we haven't done in a while. Montgomery, Alabama, Southern Poverty Law Center has unveiled an interactive statue of the Downtown Civil Rights Memorial Center that aims to contest the narratives that Civil War memorials usually present. That made national news yesterday. In Huntsville, the U.S. Space and Rocket Center is marking the 50th anniversary of the Apollo 16 lunar mission cool. this week. Member of the crew, former astronaut Charlie Duke, will be on hand, uh, let's see, tomorrow. No. No, he'll be down there. He'll be down there today, as a matter of fact. He'll be down there today. And yeah, we did go to the moon more than once, remember? Uh, Georgia, times, yeah. Atlanta, Police Chief Rodney Bryant will retire in June, the mayor said Friday, uh, as the city struggles to tamp down its rising homicide rate and as residents on the north side consider seceding to form their own city, largely over crime concerns. Cool, do it, dude. Jekyll Island, Georgia, a pair of rare sea turtles were released into the surf Friday after veterinarians spent nearly a year nursing them back to health. See, North Carolina, we got Harker's Island. Newborn wild horse will be raised as a domesticated animal after well-meaning tourists took the lonely foal with them. What? Yes, Haven't you heard this was at Cape, Cape Lookout National Seashore. Anybody at Cape Lookout or any of those Ossateague, Assateague, Nanateague islands ought to know that wild horses are on the islands. Why are yeah. they even out there if they don't know that? They're on Cumberland, too. Yeah, Cumberland. They're, they're, they're wonderful, beautiful. Yeah. Most of the people that go to Cumberland go to see the wild horses. Yeah, just don't touch them. For don't get near them. They got a f- slashing hooves of death. <laughs> uh, also in North Carolina, Charlotte, three primates suffered frostbite while enduring sub-freezing conditions this year at an exotic animal farm operated by a, an Iridale County commissioner that has been repeatedly cited for federal inspectors. When are they just going to do away with these things? Do away Exo- with exotic animal farms. Oh, I don't know. I mean, they, Isn't that I mean the whole Tiger King thing. Yeah, I mean they serve a purpose in that they breed exotic animals that are otherwise endangered, but other than that, I don't know. Okay, rich Na- people. Nashville, Tennessee, state lawmakers are advancing a bill limiting the shackling of pregnant inmates. Yep. yep. GOP-led Senate passed the legislation by Democratic Senator Ramush Akbari without opposition on Thursday of last week. Knoxville, Tennessee, demolition of the largest house in the state began on Monday of this week. The teardown of the 86-room, 40,000-square-foot Via Corina is expected to take several days. I guess it would. I have no idea where that is or what it looks like. Top of the Pops. Flashback to yesterday. I mentioned the bald eagle population being hurt by the avian flu. 14 states now, Florida, Georgia, and you can kind of combine that eagle population of Florida and Georgia because they do tend to be down in the swampy areas and on the coast more than they are in the mountains. Uh, And so we're not really sure. Uh, Kansas, Maine, Minnesota, Nebraska, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, South Dakota, Vermont, Wisconsin. Bald eagles will live in every state in the United States. But the population around here has just made such a comeback. It's just sad. Now, one 
brand of animal has not been hurt by anything that I know of, even with the mercury contamination and all the nasty, yucky stuff at the bottom of the Tennessee River. We still haul in record-sized catfish, but the world record blue catfish was caught the day before yesterday on the Mississippi Delta at 131 pounds. Oh, my goodness. 131 pounds. It was caught by an older lady mm. who was using a rod and reel. And I'll just go ahead and a they, rod and reel. using skip, skip jack herring as bait. So if you want to go to the bait shop and say, I want some skip jack herring and head down to the dam, maybe you'll actually catch one of those you know, catfish that supposedly is the size of a Volkswagen. And I know a lot of people who dive in the Tennessee River. I have been diving in the Tennessee River. I have come up on some scary-looking fish, yeah. but I've never seen a, a catfish the size of a Volkswagen. I have always wanted to go diving, like specifically <laughs> scuba diving. I've always yeah. wanted to do that. Well, it's, that's it's, it's excellent. It, it's, yeah. When you get highly the, recommended. I mean, but at the, on the river, I just I mean, need someone to do it with. Scuba diving is it, it's it's easy. It is you easy. Can, you can you can it's take really fun. You can take yeah. two or three classes at the Y. Yeah. Or, the there, there's two or three different places around here where you can get certified. There's you can a go scuba for, place. You can go for certification. That's leisure time. Yeah, leisure where, time. Which is where I, I took Eli to get That's certified. Right. And, of course, the, the owner of leisure time was slain in a robbery. I remember. Uh, horrible, horrible. What a great guy. Yeah. But, I mean, was. it really – and once you're certified, though, the only problem with scuba is you have to re-up your certification. If you don't continue doing it – you'll lose your certification and you have to go back to the whole thing again. Right. That's what I had to do with Eli. I mean, right. I, I, I used to dive all the time. But, I mean, in the river, you'd be surprised, as muddy as it is, when you get down to the bottom, it clears up. Yeah, where it's not so stirred up. Yeah. So there you go. And, um, all I have is this. This was just a little ad. Um is the universal mantra of the eternally confused. And we use that to buy time to see if there's anything that we left out. This is in today's USA Today, and it's an ad at the bottom of the lifestyle section for a book called The Superpower Sisterhood, a new picture book from America's favorite sisters. Who do you think they are? The Bushes. Yes. Oh, okay. Are are Gina Bush Hager and Barbara Pierce Bush? Jenna and Barbara. Are they... America's favorite sisters. I don't um, like Jenna. At I've all. already said Kardashian once this Jenna morning. Jenna has made a very good name for herself yeah, on the she Today has, Show. On the Today and Show, I, and I respect her for it. I respect her for it, but I don't like her. But style. when's the last time you even saw Barbara? I remember when they were little. I saw her today and, on the Today Show, and they were well, because they're pu- they're pushing this book. <laughs> That's right. That's how you knew. I mean, you haven't heard her name in ages and ages. No. And it was said when they were living at the White House that Barbara was the one that had the wicked sense of humor and yeah. was always into stuff. Right. And then she would basically push Jen out there to get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. You know, so she was mm-hmm. a typical yeah. older sister. She would get her younger sister in trouble for the stuff that she did. They're twins. Are they twins? They're, they're fraternal twins, so they, they look oh, nothing okay. alike. But yeah. Which one was born first? I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and say she was. <laughs> but anyway, America's favorite sisters. What what about what about Haim? Yeah, right? I like them better. I like the Bush sisters. What about Mary-Kate and Ashley? Yeah, how about Mary-Kate and Ashley? Oh, Have we forgotten about Mary-Kate and Ashley? They were we the, go now? They were the, the <laughs> stuff when I was a kid. Your girls are my, they're my girls. I mean, they're my favorite sisters. I my mean, sister's my favorite yeah, sister. Yeah, your sister's your the sisters, plural. Oh, oh. America's favorite. I could become sisters. a sister. Give me a couple minutes. Let's, let's, let's. I just think we just we need to take. What? What about the Spears girls? Oh my God! 
My oh, brother's they're... my favorite sister. <laughs> the Spears girls hate each other. Jamie Lynn and Brittany, they're always going that at it. That not mean they're not America's favorite. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. Appreciate you very much. Chattanooga Drive-In Show, continue to spread the word. Somehow our numbers went up on the week we were off. Yeah, I, don't, I don't understand that. I, I don't, maybe we should do that they more did? often. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, by a lot. <laughs>